Good day, ladies and drunks. It's your boys signing into you live for the very first episode of Drunken Offensive. Here, we're going to give you the latest news and music, movie, gaming, and more. Allow us to introduce ourselves. First, it's your boy from Tokyo signing into you live. To the right, I have. And Cruz. To the left, Anthony. All right, let's get this started. Okay, so now we have our drink of choice for today. You want to talk about it? Absolutely. We have a nice American whiskey here. This is Ensign Apple. The creator of this whiskey actually used to work for Crown Royale and he went to Louisville, Kentucky and made this beautiful dark whiskey. Fellas, what do you think? How do you no, like this? It's taste? nice. I like the presentation. <laughs> I did it. Um, oh. But um, no, it looks, it looks fun. Dude. Tastes awesome. It's like a Granny Smith apple in there. It's light. Yeah. We're happy to have ours with some cinnamon stick, a little mint, trying to be a little bougie here. Well, let's talk about mine for a second. Okay. Um, because, I mean, I have the mint and the cinnamon, but I also add a little cranberry just to give it a little bit more bitterness. Um, Each is own. <laughs> but um, no, actually, I actually, I actually like it. It's very similar to uh, Crown Royale. It's Crown Royale. Royale. It tastes. Similar, it tastes like Christmas. I don't know yeah. if that's like cinnamon. Yeah, it's like kind of like a holiday drink, almost like when you yeah. have like a coquito, or you have like something like a sweet with yeah. a liquor in there. That's what I'm getting from this. Nah, and I it kind of sneaks up on you too. Well, we'll see. Well, <laughs> by the end of the episode, I guess. We'll I mean, see. I don't know. That's what I've heard. So, first segment, uh, I'll bring this up because I think this is really more both of you's forte. Mm -hmm. Yes, I did use um, Takashi. What is everything going on surrounding everything about him? I know he just got out of prison. I know he's a big thing for people. He's on Instagram breaking all kinds of records with his stories, his live feeds, over a million people. But what's the big controversy surrounding him? What's the big thing about him? Maybe you took the film in. Yeah. You want to go? Where do we start? Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, well, let me, let me preface by saying that Takashi is my boy. Um, you like six months? I do. I oh, do. Okay. Okay. Personal, like, do I, I know him personally? Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, that's my boy. Um, oh, like you go clubbing with him? Yeah, 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 yeah. We did back in the day before um, the snitching okay. happened. But anyhow, oh, please don't um, unfollow us because of that statement. I personally, I personally like Takashi, not necessarily for his music. Um, I like, I like him for his clout. I truly find him funny, to be honest. Um, but I know that. There's a lot of controversy with him being a snitch uh, today and yesterday. He was going back and forth with legendary Snoop Dogg. Um, shout out to the boy Snoop Dogg. But I, I don't know. I, I guess I appreciate his humor. I mean, from my perspective, yeah. I do. And I definitely agree. I mean, I don't like Six Nine as a rapper. I mean, the dude's music is trash. Um, but you know, I mean, he's more like a class count type of dude. Like uh, you know, he's a huge entertainer in the social media industry. Um, some of the shit that he says just makes people laugh. And, yeah. you know, throughout everything that he's been accused of doing or this, this, and that, you know, people just still like him. You know? But do you think the majority of people that are jumping into his Instagram videos or just downloading his tracks is because they like his music or they want to see what happens next because he seems like a train wreck? Mm -hmm. I, I think it's a combination of both. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Yeah, I think that people actually appreciate. I think people actually appreciate his music. I mean, for me, I, I like probably two songs from um, two songs, two songs from Takashi, and both in which both songs are featuring Nicki Minaj, and then the other one, um, of course, is the other one is featuring 
other one that's featuring uh, Kanye West as well. But I mean, people actually appreciate his music. They do. They like him lyrically. I would like to know who. <laughs> like him lyrically. <laughs> would like to um, know who. But yeah. But I I got a question for the group though. Okay. Serious question. Given the circumstances, let's say you were Takashi. Oh my um, god! <laughs> <laughs> you, you were you were like wait. Let thank, me finish. Thank God that didn't happen. But okay. Let's say yeah. you were Takashi. I never put myself in that position. And everything that happened, um, you know, the gang that he was with, they was they were like messing with his baby mother. They kidnapped him. They just did a whole bunch of shit to him. So let's say that you were Takashi. You got arrested, um, and you were on the stand. Which what are you gonna do? Are you gonna snitch or not? So you're already assuming we took all the dumb roads he took leading up to. I'm saying I'm identical. I'm well, saying I mean, so you want to took the roads that got where he got? No, no, no. Let's assume. Let's just assume. Let's just assume that you took the same roads. Everything happened that happened to him happened to you. Identical. What would you do? This is a yes or no question, gentlemen. Mm, that's that's tough because. I've heard of the, the reasons he got to that point, but now if we're already automatically at that point, um, if you did if you did snitch, you should just bury yourself under dirt and just shut up and never talk again. You're not so, answering the question. Um, mm, no, no. You wouldn't snitch? No. Okay. I'm fucking snitching. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm saying that now, but we're not really in that circumstance. No, I know. It's a, it's a difficult question to answer. So, I mean, I don't know. I think I would, I mean, I would lean towards not going to snitch because when I come back out, that's all I'm going to be known for. Right. And only 6ix9ine can turn that shit as a cool thing nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But yeah. I don't know if I can handle coming back out and just being known as someone who, you know, just ratting. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, I, don't, I don't know if I can see myself going through with that. And then bragging about it. Yeah. I mean, I think to answer the, to answer the question, I think that I would. I think I think that I would. Given the given the circumstances, everything that Takashi went through. I mean, he snitched on the people that messed with his baby mother, that kidnapped him. I mean, just to think, put putting the whole thing into perspective. Again, I'm not I'm not supporting Takashi. I'm just saying, given the circumstances that he was in, I think I would snitch. I think I would. Okay. But no, I think that, it's hard for us to tell because yeah. we live a totally different lifestyle. Right. So yes, it's easy. It's easy people, for me to say yes. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I mean, that that question that that's pretty that's I'm pretty hard. I'm not myself with people like that, where that's a chance that can happen. I'm only asking the question because, again, I'm not I'm not in favor necessarily of Takashi's lifestyle. I just want people to understand it from his perspective, yeah. understanding that what he went through, the life that he has to live personally, and the life that he has to live for his daughter. So. Again, I'm not supporting his lifestyle, but by no means am I, and I don't live that sort a lifestyle of before the snitching, you know. Support, just in right? general, I just don't right. support his. I don't support right. his lifestyle. I'm just saying people should understand it from his perspective, the situation that he was in, knowing when he leaves jail, you know, I'm sure he's afraid. Currently, he's afraid. He he he's you know talking all this mess and he's on cloud or whatever, um, but he is he's most certainly afraid. I know that for a fact. But yeah. So last question about him. You think he's going anywhere anytime soon? Like he's gonna die? Well, I mean, that's definitely a possibility, but do you think he's gonna remain on top in terms of popularity or he'll die out eventually? Uh, as far as popularity was, I, I don't know, to be honest with you, I don't know how much people are just gonna roll with this whole, like, okay, he's funny, like, 
Right. I mean, eventually, you know, the shit is gonna be over. Right. I can um, only see, I can see it getting. I mean, not to answer no question, I can see people getting tired of it no, no. unless he gets killed. Then it'll last long. I don't think he's getting killed. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I mean, I don't think he's gonna get killed. He being watched by the feds is. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't think he's going to get killed. But I also think that, um, I mean, I think he's at the peak right now just because, I guess, to Adrian's point, like, he's he's out right now. He just literally got out. We've only been dealing with Tukashi now for, like, what, two and a half weeks, two weeks, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, eventually it's just, it's going to get played out. It is it is going to get it is going to get played out. But he has numbers to support him. He's doing higher numbers than the artist is out right now. I mean, he was going back and forth with Meek Mill, who, is lyrically that move for me that move um but it's just like you know he's he's doing the numbers so that's why he's talking so much trash because he has the numbers to support when he announced that he was going to go instagram live on friday oh my gosh i was i was definitely going to tune in like to see because you Mm -hmm. know it's been like two years since we've seen the dude or whatever and you know we're in quarantine stuck at home you know so our form of entertainment is social media right right and you know we're kind of elevates that to another level is six months. Um, and when you told me he was going, or when we talked about it, I, in fact, I even told you, we had a small conversation that I thought that he was gonna break the Instagram live record. And um, so, you know, I think what's most responsible for that is the fact that 6ix9ine is, you know, huge troll. Yeah. Uh, and he's willing to tread on dangerous territory when an old person like us would like say no or back off or anything like that. And, um, you know, when I saw the music video right before he went live, all I could think about is, yo, this dude got got by the feds, faced 32 years of life, mm-hmm. found out his own crew wanted to kill him, mm-hmm. and one of the boys was sleeping with his baby moms, yeah. testifies against the bloods, had to do a countless death threats that were made to him and his family. Because a widely known snitch. Oh, this, this list is still going on. <laughs> comes home. Right comes home. It makes the Google music video basically picking up where he left off. What's like if that shit doesn't. Gooba. Gooba. That's Gooba. the music video. Yeah. Not to get confused with Goobers. Gooba. Are you okay. dumb, stupid, or dumb? Okay. Like, okay. Uh, that's that's the genius lyric from that song, right? It's one of the lyrics. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Genius, actually. Like this dude is crazy. Like he 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 goes through all this shit, and then he comes out like nothing happened. Yeah. Now, if we did that stuff, we'd probably get a hundred years, and probably the death penalty instantly. Yes. You think so? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, absolutely, yes. absolutely. It's never gonna be. Well, I think the only reason why he got the sentence that he got was because he snitched on so many people. Yeah. But even with snitching. Did he even serve any time? Yeah, well, yeah, they counted. The time counted that he was on the trial counted as part of that time. Yes. And then the rest was just a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Wait, before we before we leave this whole music thing, I I just got to do something real quick. Um, in all seriousness, I need to really do this. I need I need to um, I need to shout out the Queen Nicki Minaj because she and Doja Cat (laughs) took that (coughs) Corona. (coughs) No, Nicki Minaj. Uh, her, Nicki Minaj, the Queen, uh, and Doja Cat took that number one spot. Most recently, they just released uh, their their the remix to Say So. Uh, Doja Cat released the remix to Say So, uh, featuring Nicki Minaj. And the Queen, of course, took the number one spot while we're in this quarantine time. So I gotta, sh- of course, I gotta take a segment and just you know uh, shout out the Queen. Also, shout out to Megan Stallion and Beyonce for doing the Savage remix. 
That remix, in my perspective, is dope as hell. Okay. Um, right. So I just want to shout out the two queens that are holding the number one and the number two Billboard spots. I'll just say that wasn't rehearsed. I don't appreciate that coming out of left field. And <laughs> I don't like Nicki Minaj. Everybody knows I don't like Nicki Minaj. And I don't care what hate I get for it. So that wasn't rehearsed. That was uncalled for. And we will address that when this is over. Okay. Shout, out to, shout out to the queen. Great. Nikki, if you're watching this, I love you, baby. Okay, that's good. She's, I love she's you. She's not. She's not. <laughs> she's not. She doesn't pay for cable. Sorry. All right. Well, uh, let's get into some most recent album releases. As we all know, um, we've been in. We've been in this quarantine now for two months. Um, from my perspective, I feel like the music scene's been a little dry. Um, oh. You know, but we had a few album releases, um, but just before we get into that, I just want to let the audience know that we do, we, we, we score on a bottle system. Um, so one bottle being the worst, 10 bottles being the best. Um, so that's how we're going to score the few albums that we're going to talk about next. So how about you start us off? All right. So the album I just want to go in and talk about is the NAV uh, titled Good Intentions. Um, personally, I fuck with the album heavy. I mean, I could listen to every track, no problem. Um, I like the features that he has on it. They include Young Thug, Future, Travis Scott, mm. Lil Uzi, Gunna, Pop Smoke, Don Tolliver, and Lil Durk. Um, who, who was the last one? Lil Durk. Yeah. Oh, you, you don't like Lil Durk? I don't know who that is. <laughs> okay. no, I, I, I was asking because of the name. Lil Durk. Yeah. Yeah. That's not... Relation to the baby, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, or Blueface? I'm just making sure. Okay. Who? Or Jolopa? Jolopa. Camilla Cabello? Oh my okay. god. <laughs> Alright. Um, I just wish they don't make millions, man. He just. Yeah. Meek Mill just well, Meek has been busy, you know, he's been um, you know, beefing with Takashi. So he's been a little busy. That's so amazing. Amazing. That's That's like, oh my god. That's like that ain't that ain't working. Well, how many bottles you giving now? Um, I am going to give the Nav album a good eight bottles. I think eight bottles. I like. I, listen, I can listen to every track on that wow. record. Um, so you know, there's not, not a filler track on it. Huh? There's not a filler track on that whole album. A filler track. A filler track. Basically, just, like, just kind of one you skip right past. Yeah, this yeah. is garbage. No, I mean, I mean, somebody else might. I mean, but you personally, personally, I can listen to every song on it. Any album he talks about, you know, his drug abuse and how someone of his descent made it up in the game. He's mm. Indian, mm -hmm. so you know when you talk about hip hop and rap, I mean, Nav isn't someone who just you know pops up into your head. Cool, right. Well, yeah. that's cool. Changes maybe the makeup of hip hop. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's not your typical Drake, Future, or mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Maybe, um, but you know, he was born in Canada. Mm -hmm. You know, he's you know he signed with uh, the Weekend. Um, he helped produce the B2, the back, back to back. Which is a diss track against me. But yeah, but you know, we're just going with Pascal. Uh, we're going with Pascal. Right. And I, 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 I like a lot of songs in this album. If I could narrow it down to just three, I would say Good Intentions, Recap, and Did You Wrong are my favorite tracks on the album. Uh, do those have features or just by himself? Uh, recap does with uh, Don Tyler. Okay. Yeah. Um, Miss Kalani debuted her her LP, her long-awaited oh. LP. Kalani. Oh yes, Kalani. Okay. Kalani um, debuted her her long-awaited LP. It was good until it wasn't. Friday, May eighth. Um, 
It had some good features on it, Tory Lanez, Lucky Day, um, James Blake, to name a few. Um, so for me, I would say, honestly, the album is trash. Uh, okay. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought, oh, you thought I, I was going to say it was I good. I was going the other way around. Oh, no, no, no. Um, look, I am a Kalani fan. I think that she's beautiful. I think she's gorgeous um, from, from my perspective. But... You know, I think the album for me and please the Kalani fans. I don't, I don't want you guys in these comments and and reaching out. But for me, I feel like, oh, okay. Um, I just feel like it was, it was a little weak for me. Um, From my perspective, it was was a little weak. I like three tracks, namely, I wrote it down. um, Water, you can blame me, which is featuring Lucky Day. Shout out to my boy Lucky Day, um, and Serial Lover. That's pretty much it for me. I like that time. What? Serial Lover? No, that's it. I would say out of the three tracks that I like, um, that perhaps is uh, the best the best one for me. So, on a bottle scale, scale, what are you giving? Um, it's gonna come off a little harsh, but I I would say I would say five bottles. Oh, okay. I would wow. say I would say five bottles. If I can rate it. Look, I, I appreciate her features, um, though the features aren't huge features, because I don't think either one of you know who Lucky Day is, nor do I think you know who James Blake is. Um, but, you know, from my R&B cats that are out there, you, you, you guys know who that is. Um, but, you know, her, her features weren't huge. Um, she also, I'm sorry, Janae Aiko. She had Janae Aiko okay. in there as well. Um, she had Janae Aiko, She's and she had Tori Lane. So I would say out of okay. the four features, those two are the biggest. Okay. Um, that she had, and, and the song with Tory Lanez is dope too. It's dope too. It's it's actually her single, but um, it's yeah. rough. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I was waiting for it actually. I stood up until midnight. Um, well, that was a waste of time. It, it was, it was, but you know, I guess, I guess it, it is what it is. But you know, we need some um, during this quarantine time. We just need some better music. Yeah, I think we should be lucky we're getting any music right now. Well, yes, yeah, so I guess I'm like, but they can record from their house. I mean, yeah, nowadays they can. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's get... I feel like... Oh, 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 oh you know, I ain't ready to go. You know, can I refill my drink or no? Yeah, go get your, oh, okay. your, your, your drink. Anyone else? No, I'm good. I'm good. What were you going to say? Um, no, I feel like artists... If there's any time to release music, it'd be now. Right. We ain't got shit to do. Really. What else yeah. are they doing? Well, maybe. What else are we doing? They don't, have, they don't have access to the studio, so they can't use They all have these. studios in their house. You think they all have studios? In Absolutely. Their house? Okay. Absolutely. Um, but a lot of artists like Drake, Nicki Minaj, um, I just named two Young Money rappers, but um, they have studios in their house. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. And how would she have access to the people that write her music? Would they be able to send it to her house while she's so in she quarantine? Music, music. So let's just get into the next sec- section. Which okay. is right. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we can we can get into a deep conversation. Uh, um, nice. uh, so, COVID TV. Let's talk about let's talk about a little bit of COVID TV. As I said, <laughs> the world is on pause. What the hell are you laughing at? <laughs> Nothing. Just... So how about we start with some Ozark? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I started Ozark a couple of weeks ago. I got into it because you two were already blazing through the season. But well, honestly, let me just start by saying, I mean, I was the first one to watch it. Okay. okay. So you're the just, first one to you watch it. We'll, okay. we'll preface with that, and then we can all move on in the world that keeps spinning. So I usually only watch HBO quality movies <laughs> and shows. Okay. You know, for movies that premiere on TV. 
So when Netflix, I'm picking and choosing. The choice is about to go in someone's face. When Netflix, when Netflix, I'm choosy because lately Netflix just pushes out a lot of garbage movies where it's like I agree. It's like just complete like trash. But every once in a while, Netflix will pump out a good movie. In this case, Netflix pumped out a good series. So we the turn is not yet. Sorry, so, the turn is not yet. And this is spoiler free. So no one needs to turn off their dial or turn off oh, their yes. YouTube right, right, video. Right. This is spoiler free. I'm only at the end of the second season and all I can say is it's an HBO quality show. The actors are great, the main cast, and the mood of the show is dark. Yeah. And um, the violence is okay. I you know, I could always like violent more violent, but it's good. But overall it's just uh it's a strong cast and it's a nice change because there's not as many I want to say HBO quality shows getting pumped out and there's more kind of like in between whatever shows in the mix. So it's yeah. nice to find like a, a show with a, a rich character development and a really nice story arc for the seasons. Mm. Where I'm at right now, because I'm only at season two at the end. Yeah. yeah. Guys, what do you think? Um, We're going to be opposite. This shit is trash. Oh. Oh my this God. This shit is complete garbage. I need more mm. drinks. I can't. I can't. Uh, listen, I, I, I like the acting. You know, the acting was great. Yeah. I need more action. I need more doing. Like, you know, they, they just talk about the disagreements, and then they're like, you know, it's, okay, I do good from that, and you know, problem solved. Okay. There's not a lot of doers in that in that show. You know. Okay. Um, right. You know, Marty, who, who played, who was played by Jason Bateman. You know, he he did a good job. You know what I'm saying? The, you know, the main character. You know. Uh, I just wish that he knew how to fight and like you know defend himself and shit like that. You know, she wanted him to be like a tough guy role. Yeah, Not you know, like I, think, you know I, I, I like power. Okay. And sure as hell, not comparing Ozark to, to power. Yeah. But there are some similarities when you know when Drugs trying to do things. Yeah, right, right, there's right, a lot right, of right, right. Okay. But I needed that main character to just you know. You like a something. strong main. He needed ghosts. I needed need ghosts. I needed ghosts. Oh, okay. I, need ghost. I, I saw that you know Marty had somewhat of that in him, but it was not like something that yeah. was too appealing for me. Yeah. Um, I needed more action, mm. and you know the shit it, it, it gets boring. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't like it at all. It was a complete waste of time. Okay. Um, the only benefit of watching it was. Perhaps just talking about it on this podcast, uh, but that's that's all he is. Wait, really great Jason Bateman's calling in right now. <laughs> Hang on one second. <laughs> this shit is complete trash. Oh my god! god. All right. Well, um, Dante, I I thoroughly enjoy Ozark. Um, I am I am a TV junkie. I watch literally every single Netflix show. If you ask me about it, I probably watched it. So Ozark since the very beginning, um, season one was awesome, season two even better, third season was perhaps the best season for me. I think it was the, was the, the third best season. season. The third season I feel like was the best season. That um, shit was the most boring one for me. Well, I also, because you also, so thinking about it in this way, um, you you binge watched all three seasons. I had to well, wait no, had three time. years. Oh, that's what you So I watched, I watched it from the very beginning, from when it first released, and then every year, I think it's about a year, year and a half, I watch it, so it's like a, it's it's like a character build for me. Okay. Whereas like for you, you're just like season. I think it's eight episodes. I think, uh, but episode eight is like you know episode. Then you go from episode eight to episode one of season two. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas for me, it's like I'm literally having to wait a year. And that's yeah. for most shows. 
um, that I watch because I because I finish them in a day. But anywho, um, for me, I just I feel like Ozark has really strong writing, and I think that we can all agree with that. That the show now, okay. So I think the show has really really strong writing um the characters that they have are strong characters i mean jason i feel like is literally the goat ruth you didn't talk about oh her. yeah ruth, ruth. Oh, yeah, i mean come on now, i fuck with ruth I fuck like ruth. she see, see she's the only doer in the show she is she's the only she is but she can show. make she can make up for jason's like you well, know, shortcomings is, like i think the point of her is a strong female lead She's doing more than half the men in that show. She is. Yeah, she she's dating on a higher level than half the men in that show. And she's coming so, from such a rough. But that's not how you perceive, and that's the thing. That's why she's a strong lead. Because when you look at her, that's not what you see. But when you speak with her, and she's—I mean, yeah, she doesn't know fuck about shit or shit about fuck. Shit about fuck. That's, <laughs> that's a line that she says in the show. But so. it's like you know, she though. I mean, she doesn't articulate what she's trying to say very well. Um, she does make sense. She, she makes sense, and, and I feel like she's perhaps one of the strongest characters in the show. But Jason has a strong writing scene for me. Um, but I just, for me, I, I love, I love. Ozark. He makes the show for me. To be he honest. does. If it wasn't he does. For him and his slow kind of. Uh, he's a thinker. thinker. He's, yeah, he's a logical thinker. Yeah. He thinks about everything that he does logically. Um, but I just, for me, I, I love, I love Ozark. But. We have to you get into love the, Ozark. I do. I love Ozark. I, I do. Wow. But wow. we have to get into the bottom. Bottle score for me. Wow. Bottle score for me right now is seven. Which seven is really good for me. Mm. Seven for me, maybe a ten for other people. So when I see seven, seven like a great score. Okay. Hold on. I don't Can know. you not answer? Hold on. Take that. Mm. Take a number. Take a number. You take, sure? Take, take, take sure. Okay. <laughs> we want to get through this podcast, mm. so. I'm gonna give this. Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with a six. Okay, I thought he has lower. He has a seven. You okay. just talked so much trash. Listen. Well, he hasn't finished it, so. Well, I, I guess. Yeah, right, 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 absolutely, right, right. Okay. I mean, to be honest with you, when you first asked me, I wanted to give it a three, but I don't want to I stop thought, so yeah, <laughs> I thought honestly you, you know, better. I thought you better say three. I'm giving it a three. A three. Okay. Is that your final answer? Three is my final answer. Final answer. Okay. okay. Three out of ten. Yeah. Three bottles out of ten. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm curious where you, where you would rate power, but that's for another episode. Um, yeah, I can go on forever. Yeah, no, I'm sure yeah. you can. Uh, I have to go the full length. Of okay, yeah. can I score now or no? No, I can. I can go. I just let you know that if we were talking about power, I can tell you everything about power. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I could rate that. That okay. would be a lot. That'd be, that's gonna be a future podcast for sure. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, I would give it. I would give it an eight. I would. I would give it an eight. Though it is a strong writing um, show. I do agree with Adrian that there are some there are some slow parts in between the season, but I think Dead that's parts. boring parts. I think that's I think that's um, trash. Hmm, yeah, I think that's typical with a lot of um, shows that they just talk about mm, their disagreements. Yeah. Well, how is that different they from power? Who's the only doers in the show? Ruth. Ruth. The wife too, Wendy. She's definitely a doer. 
Or she became a doer. I don't want to spoil the cartels. The cartels. Yeah. Boom. Yes. That's it. Marty, where the fuck is he at? Marty is a thinker. He's a logical thinker. Ghost was a thinker. Hey, what happened to Ghost? Tell me what happened to Ghost. We don't. Oh, the world knows. Fuck that. The world knows what happened to Ghost. So, yes. Okay, we can keep going. You're not gonna win this debate with me. Whatever. Let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> uh, so let's get into some most recent movie releases. Yeah, oh, this is the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I actually personally want to talk about my boy. I'm, I don't, I don't want to mess up his name. Um, Do it, Mahershala Ali. In, in our, I think it's Marshala Ali, Ma- but he'll know best. Maybe we'll ask him. Yeah, we can ask him. I'm gonna say Marshala. I'm sorry for butchering your name, homeboy. Um, but our show oh, i'm sorry our movie uh the green book so let's talk about it yeah let's talk about it absolutely so green book is something we watched a few nights ago and both characters in it are based on real portrayals of real people who started a friendship in the early 1960s and it was basically a famous musician that needed a driver because he had a bunch of events he was going to do in the south yeah. And this is still 1960s South. Yeah. And it's still a segregated South. And it's very dangerous, especially for a black man, anyone black at that time. So he needed a driver slash bodyguard. And as the movie goes on, he's a famous pianist. Yeah. Or pianist, but I'll say pianist. And his driver, who's from the Bronx, Italian character, nice. they form this beautiful friendship that just starts to grow. Two different cultures completely, 1960s America, and they're just on the open road together, and they just start learning more about each other as they're traveling to these different things, and they're both from the North, so they're experiencing what the South is at that time, when they're both really city people. One's from the upper crust, which is the black character, and one is kind of from the working class family, which is the Italian character, who's the driver. Mm -hmm. But I just think overall, for me, the movie, it was just, it was so positive, it was sentimental, and the acting was just great for both actors, and it really was just about a beautiful friendship that, without spoiling it, you'll see progress throughout the movie, and then you'll see how it winds up towards the end of the movie. So for me, it was a, it was a really fantastic movie. Yeah. Yeah, for, for me, I, I enjoyed the connection that um, Marshall Ali <clears throat> yeah. and um, the, the other guy, who was the other guy? Tony Lip, but that's not his name. Yeah. Right. Virgo. Um, the actor is either Vigo Mortensen or Vigo. Yeah, so you know, from I, Lord of the Rings and a bunch of other movies. I don't think they know about that, but oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. I don't watch that shit either. Oh, but, um, oh my God. Um, no, nah, I just like how, you know, the relation you know, grew throughout the, uh, the the movie. You know, they experienced a lot of, you know, traumatizing things. Uh, what I thought was, what kind of tied the knot between the two was when, mashallah Ali, we probably should be using his, uh, yeah. I don't know, I forgot his name in the fucking movie, but. Um, are, you, uh, are you saying spoiler though? Or are you gonna no, say no, 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 okay. when, um, his, there's Don, not me, it's Don, what's his name? Don. Don? Yeah, in the movie his name was Don. Who was that? Marshall, yeah, yeah. So Don and Tony Lip, I think that's his name. Yeah. Um, when Tony Lip um, went to go, not bail him out of jail, but he was being held. Right. Yeah. For cops and Marshall Ali was caught with another man. Right. And 
Tongue was basically saying, like, why'd you go anywhere without me? You know, we right. spoke about this. Right. And Don was like, you know, I thought this would be an exception. Yeah. Right. And Tony Lip, you know, being from New York, and I'm sure being, you know, back in the day, like, yeah. being gay was hated. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. you know. Um, and for him to accept him at that moment, I think it was pretty big. Right. Thing. So yeah. I, I, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Out yeah. of everything. That movie was just, it was an emotional roller coaster for me. Um, again, very strong writing. Um, but I also feel like the character, Don Marshala Ali, was very relatable to me. Yeah. Um, you know, as, as, as being a black male, you know, finding success in such a dark time, though um, obviously times are better, but just living in sort of a different era, you know, for me, considering myself to be young and successful, I feel like the character, as as Mashallah, as he explains himself in this movie, is extremely relatable to me. Yeah. Um, and it just, I, I guess that's why I feel like it was it was an emotional roller coaster just to see him as a character, the way that he was built, and him trying to fit into different groups, not knowing the group that he wanted to fit in. Again, yeah. um, perhaps this may be a spoiler alert, um, but just not knowing the different groups that he wanted to fit in, if, if, it, if he should be with the white people, if he should be with the black people, or who he should be with. Um, and he struggled, it was an identity crisis for him. Mm. Um, and he spoke about he spoke about it just so fluently, so articulate, and yeah. you know, I, I just, for him, that the movie was just so well written. Yeah. So you he know, really played the hell out of it. He he really, really the, did. The fit that he, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's just for me personally, um, because again, just a, because he's because he's a, a a black person, a black male. It just I think it hit different for me than perhaps it would have for you for you guys. Yeah. Um, you know, just seeing just seeing his character. Um, but one thing I one thing I guess I didn't like about the movie was just about how they portrayed Tony Lip more specifically. Um, and though, I mean, you know, we all have the stigmas around different races, but I just, I don't know, it's just like, something just didn't stick right with me, how they were just like making him to be like this literal, like, like a literal idiot for me. Yeah, I think- I And think I don't know the real character, so perhaps that could be no, a thing. No, the real, I mean, knowing the real character, he, the real character, wound up becoming an actor in real life after he was a major D at the Copacabana, which is a famous nightclub in New York, famous Copacabana, and he knew all, all, well, <laughs> yeah, we're thinking about the one nowadays with our shitty music, but back in the day, the Copacabana was the place to be, and um, Tony Lip was a major D there, but anyway, the real actor, um, no, he wasn't like that in real life. But in the movie, they did portray him because I think they wanted to show the opposites. They wanted to show a character that was white and poor and working class. And they wanted to show a black man who was wealthy and with three doctorates. He had three PhDs. Yeah, that's they wanted to show a huge discrepancy because everything was so... Uh, the setting was a timepiece. So they wanted to show this white kind of down on his luck, but family man, everything good, but just not very well educated, but very street smart. And then they had someone who was not street smart at all, but very well educated, yeah. and that was the black man. Yeah. But then when they're going down south, the black man is being treated like less than human. And even at certain points, the Italian character, 
was being uh, discriminated against. Right. When they got pulled over by the police right. in one scene, there was racist terminology used against them. So then it pitted them almost both in the same boat in just terms of they had to face a little adversary. But um, I think the director wanted to show that the, if they were too similar in their cultures or too yeah. similar in yeah, their that part, they had to show a huge difference yeah, yeah. of where they're coming from. Yeah. And that showed how they formed a friendship even being from those two different worlds. Right. <clears throat> so, bottles. Let's start with you. Um, so the bottles that I'm giving it, uh, I'm giving it a solid eight. Yeah. I like it. Solid mm-hmm. eight, I think, is is, is uh, pretty on point to how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Same. Wow. We're all three yeah. going to be eight. Yeah, yeah, it was eight too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, my club eight. Was eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. No, so, definitely an eight for me. Yeah. yeah, and definitely a great movie to check out if you're still home on quarantine. If you didn't see it already, because I'm sure a lot of people saw it, I know it won a lot of different awards, Emmys, this and that. Yeah. Definitely check it out, Green Book. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All right, so this is my favorite part. Because I know I've been, I've been hearing a lot. I've been hearing a lot, Amy. Yeah. About The Last of Us Part 2. Yes, big game. Big Coming game. out next month, right? It's like June 6th? It's finally coming out. I think it's June either 12th, 16th or the 20th. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me. It's maybe the 16th or the 20th, but it's mid-June. I played the tra- I played the uh, the last game, the first one. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I looked at the trailer for this one. Okay. Love it. Graphics looks dope. What the fuck is going on with this game? I'm hearing a lot of shit. Don't fuck up my day. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm really looking forward to this. All right. First, I'll say this is spoiler free. Except okay. for one aspect that's really just an element in the game that could be a spoiler for anyone who didn't read the spoilers. This game's had a lot of controversy. Uh, it, was, it's, it was announced all the way back, believe it or not, in 2016. Mm. So a lot of people felt that the first controversy, at least for me, there shouldn't have even been a sequel. Anyone wow. who's ever played Last of Us 1, uh, Last of Us 2 is gonna be a PS4 exclusive and PS5, but it's a Sony exclusive. Last of Us 1 was an exclusive, and it was just a perfect game from start to finish. And you're gonna be hard pressed to find anyone who disagrees and says there was any issue with the first one. So it never needed a sequel, period. This is, to me, a money grab because they were just looking to pump out some kind of exclusive for a system. Okay. So that was one. In 2017, a year after they announced there was gonna be a sequel, they released a trailer for the game. And it was mostly a CG trailer, and then with some gameplay. And there was a lot of controversy on the trailer because the trailer was too violent. And it was showing violence of women on women. And people just felt that it was way too violent. Are you serious? So Naughty Dog, the developer who's making this, faced a lot of backlash because the trailer was too violent. A year later, now they release a trailer where one of the main characters from the first one, Ellie, is seen kissing a girl in the trailer. Yes. Almost making out created huge controversy. Oh, even God. though, okay. even though in the first one, there was a DLC after the main game. Yes. Yeah. Where Ellie just, she's a young girl and she kisses her friend Riley and it starts to allude that Ellie's probably a lesbian. Fine. Uh, 2020 comes around along and now huge leaks came because of supposedly an angry employee who left. Right. But then the story was changed to it's not an employee, it's an outside person. I think that's PR just to make it look like the company's not bad. But this employee came out and leaked footage of the game, started leeching storyline of the game, basically saying that without spoiling too much, 
there's two real big issues. One, you don't play as Ellie or Joel, the characters from part one. Get the fuck out of here. For the second one. Okay. Then we found out that you will play as Ellie, but only for a portion of the game. What? Wow. The, only, the other portion of the game, you're going to play as the enemy in the game. So say the boss. Now, again, this is should not be 100% accurate because this is still from leaks. So when the game comes out next month, we will find out for sure if this is true. But besides that controversy, the character oh is going to be uh, a trans man. Okay. Okay. So a lot of people have issues with that. Playing as a trans man? Playing as a trans man. They have issues with you know, only playing as the main character for part of the game. So there's a lot of controversy with that. Um, I'll just say that I don't think a sequel should have ever been made for this game. Period. And there's a huge gaming population that's known to be very close-minded and ignorant, whatever. I'm not saying that's everyone that's having an issue with it, but that's always been a thing with gaming. Yeah. You know, they don't like girls in games, they, or they don't like social issues in games, whatever. Gaming should just be fun, and I get that, whatever. And then there's, I think, an avenue for games to maybe incorporate some social issues, if it makes sense in the plot and the storyline. Yeah. So when they decided to make Ellie gay, they fit it in perfectly with the DLC. It was nice. nice. It didn't yeah, feel like it was forced. She yeah. saw her growing up with her best friend yeah. in this post-apocalyptic world. She shares a kiss with her friend. And I think it was a nice way how they incorporated it. Yeah. This thing with the trans character, I feel, is coming out of like just complete left field. But it's also because one of the creators of the game, um, every project this person's been on, they've interjected some kind of social thing like that. Gotcha. Um, so they have a track record of doing that, especially Naughty Dog now. So the controversy coming out now is that people that work there had a big uproar. Maybe they didn't agree with it, maybe their religion said that, that, that they don't believe in this and they were developing the game. So there was a lot of animosity in the studio for people making it. So apparently the rumor is, the director was really tough on all these employees. They had to sign the strictest NDAs, like super strict. Okay. Where they would not say anything about what they're making, they're having issues with it, nothing. If they were separated from the company, they couldn't talk about the working issues there, how hard it is, how they're being forced to do storylines that they may not agree with. They're mm -hmm. just being told, put that in the game. Yeah. Well, clearly so, that didn't work, right? Huh? I said clearly that. Well, someone clearly was so disgusted and left because of a variety of reasons. Working conditions, disagreements in the creative, a whole bunch of things. Now, this happens in music, we know, because that's how beef stock this happens with writers, this happens in movies, everything. So, of course, it's going to happen in games just like anything else. My feeling is, though, the game's been delayed three times between. It was supposed to come out in February, it was supposed to come out in May, now it's supposed to come out in June. Well, That's because of the quarantine May. thing. The, the that was one of the issues. That was, the, that was the most recent. Yeah, that was the other. First of all, I don't think you should announce a game almost five years ago, and it takes five years to make. You should make it silently and then announce it maybe a year, year and a half before. Don't announce it four or five years ago, and we have to keep waiting, and don't yeah, tell us a date. Don't tell us a date. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there was a couple of controversies, and I'm sure I'm not explaining it the best, and I'm sure all the facts are gonna continue to evolve, but at this point in time, that's basically the gist of it. So there's, there's people complaining about a yeah. bunch of different things with it. I don't have a problem with the whole trans man, whoever is gonna be in the game. The only problem I have is, is the fact that I'm not gonna be able to play 
L and Joel the whole game? Not the whole game, for a portion of the game, but to me, based on the leaks, it sounds like maybe you'll pick, you'll play half as Ellie and then half as Joel. this character. No, not Joel. No, oh you're not even playing as Joel anymore. Playing as I forget the trans character's name, but it's gonna be the enemy of the game. Which is why, a weird why would we play I just don't game? understand. I don't want a sequel, but now when you wait over say seven years, eight years since the first one. Why are you not going to let me play as one of those two characters oh, for the majority of the game? But do you think that they hired this developer, um, I guess, that has this a history? This creative the, person. Yeah, this creative person that has a history of putting trans individuals in gaming. Do you think that they hired this person purposely so they can represent a trans person? I, the director is very progressive, Neil Druckmann. He's very progressive. But I've seen statements he's made in the past where he really wants to interject as much as he can. So he was like, people of color, he wants to make sure they're represented. Women as the lead, he wants to make sure they're represented. Okay. I think those are great things. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But when it comes to now a deeper issue where it talks about now sex, um, not even sexualities, but identity stuff, I feel like it has to fit if you're gonna put it in. So my issue is not with a trans person. My issue is with, are you throwing it in there for the sake of throwing it in so you could check off a box? Or does it actually make sense and fit in the narrative of such a great story Same. that they made before that? Same. Same. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess... We, I, I, I'm just against checking off boxes of everything of society if it seems like, wait a minute, this was such an amazing hype game where the original game had people of all races and sexualities and it fit perfectly and it worked. Yeah. Now it's on this one, I feel like we just plop this in to do another check off and now we're only gonna play half the game. It's with, costing us, you know, how good the game You know, it's like... Well, just because, because we have the trans person doesn't make it any less amazing, but I, I guess the larger... Well, well let me, can, I, can I ask this question before, yeah. before you go on? How does a trans man happen during that time period? Well, this is... This is post-apocalyptic, so this is nowadays. It's still nowadays, just yeah. Their work. yeah. But I thought it's it's been like many years since. It's five years since the first game. Okay. It's five years since the first game, but it still takes place in our world nowadays. Okay, so this could happen before. So he, so this character could have become a trans man before all the apocalyptic things happened. Well, I think I I, I don't know that. Yeah, I, I think I, rumors that. Maybe this character was in part one and was still a man. I don't know. I'm hearing different okay. rumors. So yeah, but living in a pop, living in a post-apocalyptic yeah. world, how the fuck does that work? A, a well, trans individual. It may not be a full transition. Oh, you're yeah. oh, dressing. Yeah. Oh, I guess right. Right. Yeah, I guess yeah, it may not be a full right. transition, right. Right. but you're still right. dressing the part and doing everything else. I can appreciate. I can appreciate the perspective of like it not being realistic that a trans yeah. man is in a post-apocalyptic word world. Yeah. yeah, struggling with this word here. Um, perhaps it's this drink, it's really good by the way. But I guess what, what I'm struggling with is that, um, to my point earlier, that I, I don't think that the, and I'm not necessarily saying that you're saying this, but I, I don't think that the trans person is making it any less amazing because for, I guess what I'm, what I'm viewing from this is like, when's the last time we had a trans person ident identified or, in any game, period. So um, I, I, we have, we have. Well, so why I'm is it saying when I was doing research, there's very few, but there are a few instances. And I forget the titles where they kind of put them in, but people didn't really notice it. 
So the game developers did a great job of kind of just. Well, that's not put. That's not put. If they're if if no one noticed it, or I mean, if it's not made, if it's not made noticed it, but they definitely didn't notice it as to the scale. Well, that's yeah. right now. I'm, I just were, I don't know. I don't want it to be the perspective of like us or the developers, perhaps. Um, you know, just checking off checking off a box. You know, we're creating spaces for everyone. Right. And a trans person needs a space, whether it's outside or whether it's in a video game. They want to see themselves pretty much everywhere. No, so, of course. Listen, I, you know, right, I, I agree right. with you. On that. And I, so I don't, I don't want one of the options to be like, is it checking off a box or is it whatever the second choice is or whatever the second option was. Um, but I mean, I guess from my perspective, not really knowing, just hearing and not knowing, um, you know, the, the deep details there, I think it's a great thing. No, okay. it's, a, it's a great thing. Yeah. The only thing that I worry about is how it's going to fit in the actual story. Well, yeah, I guess I, I, I agree with that. I, I don't want, yeah. it, I don't want yeah. it to take away from the original characters that we grew up playing, right. which is Ellie and Joel. That's, those are the two main characters that we want to We want to continue. We want to, I'm sorry, we want to see that relationship grow yeah. and where that picked off after the end of the first one. Well, let me ask you guys something. Power, yeah. Ozark. Say power was even greater than you already think it is. Say it was even more of an amazing show. Okay. <laughs> okay. Say say Ozark. Say Ozark had no slow points at all. Was even more amazing. Impossible. Right. Okay. <laughs> you watch like five seasons, and they're like they they're on a ten every season because that's what Last of Us was. Yeah. The next season comes in, and they just monkey wrench and throw this whole thing in here, whether it's like whatever. But it feels like it came out of left field. Do you roll with it, or are you allowed to disagree with it because you've come to know it a certain way, and it doesn't feel like it fits the storyline? But or they could actually throw something in, but they write it so perfectly, it just it's smooth like butter, it just goes right. Yeah, in. But the game hasn't been released. Exactly. But large portions of the videos were released. And people were hating, yeah. but that could just be because they don't agree with their lifestyle or they're religious, whatever. I don't know. I really don't know. I, as long as it's genuine, right? I have no issue with it. Genuine, as in like the transition. I'm not talking about trans. It could be anything you don't agree with. No, I, yeah, as long as it's genuine and it comes from you know their heart. Okay, this is what I truly believe in. Yeah. Rather than someone being forced to putting something in, I think it's a big difference. I can yes, I can appreciate I can appreciate that. As long as it's genuine, I'm okay with it. If they're being forced into doing it, which could well you're saying in this case, even if they were forced into doing it. Right, you're being forced to play as which is interesting. I think it's an interesting you're being forced to play as a trans character. So you're not gonna play a game where it just happens to be a trans character in it because I'm sure it it, it forces ignorant people to play as a trans character. Right, and that's where that's where I think the real fire is. Someone yeah. doesn't even want to touch that I love analog that, stick. Yeah, and, I think it's a good move. Yeah, right. I love that. Because you're going to probably have, I don't know how in-depth they went, but my big thing is I just hope they don't fuck up the game because yeah, I never thought it should have been a sequel. It should have been a one and done. It was perfect. Yeah. So now I don't want this to leave a bad taste in anyone's mouth. I'm not talking about the people that are religious or don't agree the lifestyle. Just in terms of narrative and gameplay, I don't want them to fuck up the storyline. I guess I'm not going to go based on the stories and what people are saying and the leaked footage. I'm not looking at any of that. I'm going to play it for myself. 
and I'm not playing it on a PS4 or PS4 Pro. Yeah, so he's going to wait like six months. Yeah. I'm not playing a less powerful well, version. I guess I'm playing this. I'm playing this shit as soon as I get it. And I'm purposely going to put it on loud, so I can, and I'm going to talk about the spoilers and every single shot. No, you're not. So Absolutely not. It's just, it, is, it is what it is. But so I guess four, four. Huh? You're four, so far in theory, you're four for the game. Um... I mean, based on what you said, if what me, I said is true, and I'm sure I left a lot, I'm still gonna play it. Yeah, yeah, I'm still, I'm still buying. I'm still buying. I just after you telling me that we're not gonna play. That's, listen, you that's don't, what yeah, saying. You don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. I'm saying like just hearing that, it's like a turnoff. Like I don't want to be introduced to. Anything. I mean, I'm in every new game you're gonna be introduced to you know more character, which is fine. But I don't want the relationship between Joel. And Ellie to be lost throughout the whole game. Yeah. Like I like them as a pair. Yeah, um, I'm gonna replay that game again for like yeah. the Yeah, I, I'm. I, yeah, I'm definitely getting it. So, but no, you're gonna I'm play it on the less powerful hardware. It's all another topic. The PS5 is gonna come out like November, and the game's gonna look you're a gonna, bunch better. You're gonna. It already looks great. He's, he's, he's gonna. He's gonna wait. He's gonna wait six months. No, he's not going to. I guarantee you. Absolutely. No, you're gonna get spoilers the first week. I'm playing. I'm buying it, and I'm gonna play it. I know that it's gonna be scary. The first one was scary. Definitely was scary. That's in about like three weeks. It's gonna be out. But I mean, look, we what else? What other games are going out? Just like music, like gaming has been trash. We haven't had anything to come out to come out. Well, Streets of Rage Four for me. Yeah, trash. Streets Streets of Rage Four. The fuck is that? Too young. It's a don't show your age in this video. We'll talk about it. The fuck is that? It's an old beat 'em up game, so they made a new one. An updated one to look like it's. I, I don't want to hear about it. We'll definitely see what happens. Okay. Well, I want to get into my favorite, my favorite part of the podcast, um, which is drunk table talk. Here, we're going to talk about an inspirational, funny story, whatever it may be, um, that either uh, we saw online um, or that we have, um, I guess, in, impacted us personally. Mm -hmm. uh, so. I think that I'm the one that's going to talk about yeah, the, the, the Wait, a new story that you 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 found recently. I found this re I found this story recently. And I, I think I think in two ways the story is absolutely amazing. True story, new story. It's a true well, new story. It better be good because I'm a I'm a tough critic. Why well, I, I also I'll tell want, you because shit is trash. Well, I hope you I hope you like it because um, we're gonna have some problems if you don't. But um, this shit better be good. I don't need problems. <laughs> Let me preface by saying this shit um, better be good. the uh, the the gentleman in this the, shit better be good. The gentleman in the podcast do not know of the story, so they're going to be just as surprised as you are. So, you guys ready? I'm ready. Okay. All right. All right. So, I'm going to read from the script here. For the first time in 274 years, this these are facts. I swear to God, these are facts. First time in 274 from the shade room. <laughs> We gotta cut that out. So for the first <laughs> for the first time in 274 years, Princeton University makes its first valid Victorian. His name is Nicholas Johnson. He is a person of color. He's young, a student who majored in operations research and finance engineering. Nice. So let me just first black valedictorian. Yes. And nice. and First, first time in 274 years since Princeton was created. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, seriously. He is doing big things down here. Seriously, seriously. I like that. First time in like, two, like uh, that that number is just like it's that's really, it's really crazy. Fun. That's something. And yeah, we toured that campus. Beautiful yes, we campus. did. Yes, beautiful, beautiful campus. campus. What did y'all doing in Princeton? 
Well, I wanted to actually yeah. check out the university. Yeah, yeah. I want to take away from oh, yeah, story. Yeah, we're going in there to enroll, right? No, we just went. No, no. We went, it was they, actually. They said no from the parking lot. It was for my birthday, um, and we went to we went to Princeton. It's a small, beautiful, nice town. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we we didn't go inside the college because they were on um, spring break. But the campus itself in Princeton, um, the town. Is absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah, it's, it really is. It's and it, it has a lot of a lot of haunted yes. places there. Yeah, um, we, stood in a, we stood in a haunted hotel. Don't weird. Um, but okay, you're done. Done. That'll be a bonus story. We'll talk about. That <laughs> yes, but otherwise, um, shout out to Nicholas Johnson, and also shout out to shout out to all the graduates of 2020 because I mean, no one no one could really literally graduate. All of our um, all of our graduates are graduating virtually right now, and I think yeah. some were yeah. today who graduated with either their bachelor's or master's degrees. Um, so but kids, high school degrees. Yeah. yeah. So literally from preschoolers to our four year olds, all the way up to college doctorate levels, um, you know, congratulations to you. Um, yeah. And I and I hope that everyone stays safe. So that's my story. Shout out to Nicholas Johnson again. Awesome. That looked to yeah. That was what? That was that story wasn't good enough. I just I thought that was just a couple sentences, but yeah, that was a good story. No, yeah, no, it was. That's, that's uh, yeah, that, 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 that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's very good. No, I'm, I'm happy for Nicholas. That's that's uh, absolutely yeah. Two hundred seventy-four years. Let's hope he busted down the door that a lot more people could come to. Yeah. Well, how the fuck they last two hundred seventy-four years? I, that's a, that's why I said it's crazy. That's, that's a conversation. I really like school, but that's a conversation. That's some yeah, look into. That's some look into. Yeah, yeah. It, it, cer- it certainly is. Certainly is. Maybe yeah. you have a bio toast till next time. Well, yeah. Let's hit it with the oh, outro. Let, let's, let's hit it with another. Another. Uh, oh, you want some more? Yeah. Pull, pull, pull me some more. Come on. One for the road. One for the road. It's a long road. Okay, we're not um, we're not drinking and driving, so I just I don't. No, no, no. Walking. Going we're going driving home. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was just like a little nightcap. Gosh. All right. That's it. That's it. Oh, the road ain't that long. All right. right. So remember, everyone, to always get drunk responsibly. Please. Uh, How about you get them with the outro? Cruise. All right. So listen, thank you guys for tuning in uh, to our very first episode of Drunk and Offensive. Uh, You know, let's, you know, as our first episode, let's do it around the so we put a lot of time and effort into this, you know. Uh, if you enjoyed the video, please make sure to comment, like, and subscribe at the bottom of this video. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. We have our own page now called Drunk and Offensive. Uh, so make sure to uh, follow us to keep up to date with our latest episodes, news, etc. So and I you'll think- be able to download the audio if you just want to hear the podcast on Anchor too. So on Anchor, you'll be able to check that out. For those not watching the YouTube yep. video, you can just listen to the podcast. Sure. Uh, yeah, we'll catch up with you guys later on another episode of Drunk and Offensive. Let's do a toast. All right. All right. So everyone Drunk stay safe. Offensive.